This episode may contain some content that some listeners find offensive. This is not intended, but we assume you can make your own judgment around that. Thank you. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Welcome back to our Random Points of View. It's episode four. Uh, I is Simeon. Uh, I am joined by Jamones. And uh, you are very welcome to join us. Uh, number one uh, in the county. Um, that may be a little strong. Really? We've done the town? It might be. Well, the town, I'm going to I'm gonna say definitely. Um, but, uh, I mean, the, the county, it's, um, it's a bit of a big claim to make. Again, well, we have a special guest, well, by I've the ju- way. I've just made it. Yep. You've Not just the special the guest. <laughs> <laughs> if you made the special guest just now, that's impressive. I mean, I do good work. Um, but again, if you hear any noises in the background, it is a, a, a little uh, person who is with us today. And... Um, you know, he's a little restless, uh, which can happen to all of us. It is life. Um, it is COVID-19. He's had a rough year like the rest of us as well. So, um, yeah, if we need to suddenly dart away or uh, if you hear any sort of uh, baby noises in the background, that is what's happening. On well, the last episode, we learned about the word, to, well, the phrase to toddle. Well, you did. And, uh, well, I did. And uh, why they're called toddlers. Uh, and that makes total sense. Um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about bands getting back together. Because we did reunions. TV reunion shows last time. So. Yes, right. We did TV reunions last time. If you haven't listened to it, there are three other episodes out there if you want to subscribe and download them and have a listen. Uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing here. Um, but yes, so where do you want to start with bands getting back together then? Well, you don't just have to enjoy it to be able to download it. Just thought chuck that out there. You, you should... Enjoy. It should. It should be mandatory. Oh, it is. It is. You know. Yeah. Two two episodes of this, and you know you're protected from stuff. You know, I couldn't say what. I just say that you're protected from stuff. (laughs) James adjusted my all kinds of things. I was just adjusting my mic. That's why I disappeared for a minute there. I was just moving um uh, in the background here but yeah, yeah i haven't gone solo we haven't just got the band back together no no that's although that could have been a great segue into the whole <laughs> topic you know <laughs> i could have this, it, this the is room. the this is the original lineup this is the original lineup of our random points of view podcast um so bands getting back together then i mean of course there's a history of this you know way there way is. way back um you and i often discuss oasis getting back together you're you, very you, much you more than i well, I usually bring it up um, whenever I see a headline that suggests, you know, they've been talking about it. When, uh, he, no, when, he, when he sees clickbait. Yeah, exactly. When, when Noel Gallagher was on Jonathan Ross and he was talking about, you know, <laughs> I would take a hundred million uh, to do it. Um, oh, but you've cut it down by, uh, uh, what's that, 80%? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, honestly, there has to be someone out there who can get together the hundred million to do it. Oh, undoubtedly. But, you know, do they want to? Will they make that money back? Yes. Go on. Tell they, tell everyone about make. tell everyone about your song. They, my song, sixteen pounds sixty seven pence each or something. So what I said was right. If you, I can't even remember the maths, right? <laughs> but let's assume ten percent of um, the country or something. Yeah. So let's just say ten percent. Well, that's probably high, right? Um, Is it all? Let's say ten percent of the country right, want right. to back together. Right. So let's. I know this is a, a time. Um, Get my oh, calculator out here. You by do, the way, you do that. I know this is a, a time variant. 
thing, but if you think about it, in 1996, 2 million people um, applied for tickets for Nebworth. I mean, it's, they'll still be there today, filling, you know, that, that venue with people playing, you know. Well, we're talking about 6 million plus for 10% of the country right now. That's not really much, though, is it, when you think about it? But we have to be realistic and say that's also including children, though, right? So let's take them out of the equation. So let's say there's probably about 20 to 30 million adults, you would reckon. wants them back together. Is he going to pay for the ticket, though? Well, I would be paying for the ticket. You would pay for for his ticket. Okay. Well, let's say 3 million people. (laughs) Let's say 3 million, right? right, So £32 is what you're saying. Yeah, so let's say um, 100 million... um, 100 million divided by 3 million, that comes in to be 33 pounds and 33 pence per ticket, right? Now, that would just cover the cost of paying them to attend. If you didn't hear, that was me slapping down my bank card. (laughs) Now, you could say 50 pounds a ticket, that would cover, that's an extra, what, 16 pounds something? So let's say 16 times 3 million, that comes in at 48 million. That would cover the costs of crew and setup and everything. So is that just to get the uh, the band back together or is that to get a ticket to the show the 100 million gets you the ticket to the show uh, no sorry the 50 pounds gets you the ticket to the show now you see this is where the problem is if you've got 3 million people they're not all going to be able to attend right because really I think when we first discussed this we were talking 3 million people worldwide not so much just in the UK right because I did think that 10% of the UK was high for the number of people who would pay for Oasis to get back together, right? I know a lot of people love them. Probably 10 to 15% do, do you know, class do you know, themselves. Um, what's the story? Morning Glory sold like 5 million copies in this country alone. Yeah, but that was like 25 years ago. Oh, no, it was over 25 years. 26 years no, ago? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is it's been over a 25-year period. Oh, right, okay. Over a 25-year period, right? So, yeah, at the time it came out, how many did it sell? Three and a half. I don't know. Three and en- a half. Enough to get to we number could, one. We could probably find out. Okay, so about ten then. No, in those days, <laughs> that would be today. No, in those days, <laughs> it was probably about uh, three million. In those days, it was a lot more. Um, today, you'd probably just sell about hundred. You'd hit number one, but um, and you get it free yeah. with your uh, with your Uber Eats. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that's um, that's it. Um, remember, Prince gave his album away with the newspaper, and did McCartney. Uh, as did McCartney, that's right. Quite a few people have done it. You know, they've given it away with a paper. They yeah, make I, the money I, after it's been sold out, though. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. They, really they don't make care. extra cash. Um, it's like well, I was in Asda the other day. David Gray, two pound. King to Leon, two pound. Spotify, nothing, except for your monthly charge. There you go, nice save. But thing is though, <laughs> nine ninety nine a month, right? Well, it's Apple Music I use now. Let's put that, that out there. All oh, right. So there's two um, that we would like a sponsorship. Let's, let's be open and honest about it. Apple Music is what I use at the moment. I have used Spotify though, and I do love it. I think it's a great platform. I've used Deezer. I think that's really good. There's so many now that you can't name them all, but. Apple Music, nine ninety nine a month, right? You get access to, what, 60, 70 million songs? You know what I found funny, right? Was the day that Apple Music launched, right? And they went, oh, there's 30 million songs on there. There's pretty much every song ever released. Mm. And I went on there. I put in Peter Buck, the guitarist from R.E.M. because he'd done solo stuff. Not a one. No. I was like, that'll teach you. I'll teach you. You will learn to make these kinds of claims. Um, but now it's a lot more. It's like 70, 80 million or something that they have on there. So for nine ninety nine a month, you can play practically any song or album that you want, right? There are going to be ones not on there. We get it. but And versions the, that aren't on there And, and well. versions, absolutely. But for the most part, you're going to get what you want, what you need. You know, it's, it's fantastic value in my opinion. But that's... Uh, how did we even get to talking about this, by the way? I've lost my well, you track. You talk about money, getting the band back together. In the ba- <laughs> 
You know, know you, you, no, but you were talking about the amount of like if you were to do that hundred million figure as a sum to say, look, by the way, um, this is how much each individual person would have to pay. You know, on a so fifty pounds a ticket, right? right, would get you access to now either to attend the gig. You might pay more to do that, right? But it would certainly give you access to stream it. Maybe even watch it uh, live on TV. I'm thinking like a big event on the TV. Like, you know... Am I getting on-demand access after it's been on? Because after I've been to the gig, I want to come and watch I it. I think the ticket cost should include a DVD or a Blu-ray. Here we go. But everything's digital now, mate. Then you get the digital download. Included in the 50... Because, right, I've just calculated that if people were paying 50... Let me double-check it. I think I calculated <laughs> it to be £148 million. Pounds. Right, so let's say three million, three million times fifty. Oh, sorry, one hundred and fifty. Why uh, fifty times three? Why didn't I just think of that? You see how how dependent I have become upon my my tech. <laughs> one hundred and fifty million. I'm saying nothing. One hundred and fifty million pounds. Hundred million to Noel, Liam, the band, whatever they want no, to no, do that's with just it. A right? Ah, well, you see, this changes everything if uh, it's just well, him getting well, 100 million. Well, if he's saying, oh, I would do it for 100 million, surely that's money just to him. Well, I didn't know if he meant just to him or if he meant for the band he'll, he'll as an offer. money just to him. Really? So they, he's they, thinking, you do, wow. they, No, the anti-masker. Yeah. He'll mean money just to him. Well, in that case, we can't do it then. <laughs> it ain't happening, man. But what about other bands who've got back together? Should they get back together? Um, my, my, my questions, all right, when it comes to this, right, my, my kind of thoughts are... Bands, should they get back together? Mm-hmm. Is it genuine, or is it for the money? Um, and if it's uh, bands that have different lineups, what lineup should get back together? And when you've decided on that particular lineup, which is a question that would be quandried with Oasis, once you've decided on that lineup, are that lineup entitled to play songs that were done when they weren't in the band? However, I don't have the same kind of strict thought on that as um, with uh, what they call Guns N' Roses, because they only did one album when, you know, Slash and everything went in the band. And by all accounts, it wasn't their best work, you know, because Slash and all that weren't in the band. So, yeah, just chuck one of those songs in, you know, like Oasis chuck something in from Beat and I, that sort of thing. And then that's like, oh, we've done a career-spanning set, rather than just kind of ignoring it. But with Oasis, my question is... Of all 150 members that have been in the band, right, whether they were permanent, semi-permanent, they did the whole tour, they were replacements, this, that, and the next thing, they lasted six weeks, that sort of thing, and we all know who we're talking about. Well, Oasis fans do. Um, is it right that Tony McCarroll joins the band and starts playing Don't Look Back in Anger? He never played that in Oasis when, you know, I'm not picking on Tony when I say that. Is it right that Bonehead joins the band and starts playing... Um, the Hindu Times, you know, he wasn't in the band at the time, that sort of thing. I, however, don't have the same problem the other way, whereby, you know, Gem and Andy and Alan White and Zach Starkey and Chris Sharrick, you know, who all joined the band, you know, after these songs were released because those songs were already out. Mm-hmm. And it's expected that that would be played, you know? I, I, so, I'm, I'm maybe just making it well, difficult in my own head. You are, but this is... Partly because of your completism, you know, that you, you like that. And you're autistic as there well. There we that's, go. I mean, that's the thing, right? <laughs> so that's part of it too. But it's just as well because you're such a big Oasis fan. So when you were talking there about, you know, the people who were in it, what would the lineup be? And I'm thinking, well, when you say Oasis, 
who do the most oh, who yeah, do Lee, the majority Lee, of people think of Liam and no clearly Liam yeah, and no. no I get that. that that's a given so if, if you were saying Oasis are getting back together and the majority of people are thinking the two brothers oh, yeah, are getting they back are. together of course they, they don't are. care who the guitarist is unless they're yourself they're. you know and people are. like you who are huge huge fans and they do think about that stuff right but people like me I don't care who's on guitar oh, yeah, I don't no, care I who's that. playing drums mm. I don't care who's playing bass I don't care any of that stuff right Noel and Liam to me and I get that that's the that's the core of Oasis, right? And I know that Noel joined later. I know that part of the history. You know, he wasn't originally a member. So then it takes you back to that then, right? Yeah, but... Where do the, you class it? They were allegedly called The Rain before that. The Rain. But then the the where, where do you class it part is I class it as... The first hit single. The lineup of, as you say, the single or the album. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but I just think for the most people... Uh, for, for most people they would just be saying oh yeah of course they would no they would just be Liam. happy yeah that would be it yeah they could have anybody you could even have guest guitarists guest drummers mm. you know Dave Grohl playing a couple of songs in the back there you know what I mean um, if you were raising <laughs> the money and it was for charity some of it as well I think they'd get involved um, but I don't know I think I mean, Liam would get involved Liam would definitely get involved he wants to do it anyway he'd do it for practically nothing so the way he he's talking, he just wants to get together and play, right? But here's, here's the thing, right? You go and see Liam, and it's just, you've seen the band anyway. Yeah, yeah albeit, exactly. Albeit it's like, the, I mean, I know the names, or I've got them on written them down somewhere. Yeah. But you've got these nameless people on stage. You know what I mean? You've got ex-members of um, Baby Shambles, Kasabian, and BDI. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, what, that's all you need to know, yep. you know? And reality is you don't even need to know that, though. No, I mean, I do, but yeah. You do. I don't. Most people don't. Most people are just like, Liam, great, we're going to go see Liam. Oasis, great, we're going to go see Noel and Liam. You know, that's that's Liam. how that is. Liam. Liam. Um, but yeah, I mean, other bands have got back together. You're right in what you're saying about getting back together for the money. A lot of them do it for the money. You know, that's all it is. They need the money well, because I can't, I can't imagine that Guns N' Roses have done it for anything other than the money. I'm not slagging them off for doing it. But wouldn't you think that Guns N' Roses are loaded? Yeah, of course I would. I mean, when you're talking the size and popularity of a band, I, I, they're probably up there above Oasis. Yeah, well, weren't half of them in, like, their other supergroups as well? You know, like, yeah, yeah. Audio Slave and Velvet Revolver and, sure, sure. and Slash was solo also. Yeah. Miles Kennedy, so... Exactly, exactly. And uh, our, our special he's guest is singing his sleepy little... song, by the way. He <laughs> <laughs> might be falling asleep soon. He's Hopefully. singing his sleepy song. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, these bands are getting back to... I mean, there's so many. We could go back to the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. Um, the boy bands of the 80s, for example. Well, I say boy bands. Would you class them Duran Duran? Are they a boy band? I don't know if they're I've, a boy I've band. I've never really classed them as a boy band. But apparently they were. Well, they're, the guys, yeah. guys were they in it. They played instruments. But they played instruments. and But then it does but bring up the whole question. McFly, they're not a boy band to me. No, I get that, but just, <laughs> it's because they play their instruments, is what you mean. Yeah, but then, do you class take that as a boy band? Oh, 100%. But Gary Barlow played um, piano, keyboard, so, whatever, on most of then, those and, tracks. And then in later times, Mark Owen you know, would play guitar. Exactly. And the next thing, which is fine, and I get all that, but I think the idea is the image that's presented to people, and in this instance, because we're talking about take that, uh, to girls is that here's these five guys on stage that um, just sing and dance. Ah, but here's the thing. I, and a lot of guys, actually liked to take that because the songs they sung weren't like your typical girl, I love you, baby, kind of boy band songs, right? There right, were babe. Some, there, were some, there were some pray, babe, great song, right? Pray? Wow. 
you know um i'm trying oh man, i can't remember every single one of them but some of them are really deep really deep lyrics you know about like proper mate, like heartbreak mate, and mate, stuff mate, the bg's wrote that one uh how deep is your love there you yeah go. yeah they, they wrote that one um but things like pray uh they did a song called babe right yeah i know that's why i said it but yeah yeah um and they did so, you know, so many other ones that, right a million love songs You've seen Take That? No, I didn't know that, but you have. There you go, there's a bombshell for you. Right, I'm going to move my mic again, so I'm letting you take over for a moment. Tell us about your experience with Take That. <laughs> Not a chance. Um, but I will say it's the uh, the ultimate, uh, what was it, the, the ultimate, whatever the one was that they did in Manchester, the um, 2006 one. Both nights, both nights. I mean, I've never been to both nights of anything in my life. Well, Tina Park, but you know. But it's Take That. I, I and, and I will chuck out there... Um, and if you're listening, Brian, you'll love this. I was working, so it doesn't count. There you go then, you were working. Um, but I just remember the songs made me interested. Even though they were a boy band, or classed as a boy band, the songs, even as a, what are we talking here, 12, 13, 14-year-old kid, right? I just remember thinking, wow, man, these songs are different. Like, I knew, and I knew then that Gary Barlow was the one mainly writing them, right? And I understood the songs were different. This wasn't like he's 17, and even some of their stuff was actually... You know, stay another day. Uh, you stay another day. What a song! You know what I mean. Um, it's, but it na- it's an A three T though. Eh? I don't know so much of their stuff except yeah. for the the one big hit I remember they had where Michael Jackson appeared in the video. I think. Oh why? Um, yeah. Why? Yeah, that's. I think that's the only why? one of theirs that I know. <laughs> um, but it's not like the Backstreet Boys, right? I mean, <laughs> their stuff to me wasn't deep. It was just your your usual of kind was. of boy band. They sell records. Bye bye bye. Was that NSYNC or that was NSYNC. Backstreet Boys? NSYNC, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they to me were like the boy bands. By the way, I'm going to yeah. sit here and slag off um, Backstreet Boys, but I'm going to use an instinct song to do it. Hey, that's how I roll, man. That's how I roll. I mean, did do you remember you, when... Uh, was that, the roll with it? Do you remember that big hit that uh, Oasis had? Hey Jude? Remember that? Hey, I do, yeah. <laughs> I, it was interesting to watch that video that you sent me the other day telling me how the Beatles ripped off Oasis. Even the way they look. It was a good video. It was obviously a parody. You know, the guy was taking the the pee in that video, but it was well, it was well put together. It was well done. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of similarities between Oasis and the Beatles. So in theory, then, could you argue that Oasis, it's like the Beatles getting back together? Your face says absolutely everything to that question. You don't even need to answer that. Man. What does my face say? Your face is just like I'm about to come over there and slap you, boy. <laughs> Why? 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 I don't know. It Why just would was you like, think that? It was just like the way that... Because I asked you the question that sounds insane. Could you say that Oasis is like the Beatles getting back together? Because that's like saying the, the Oasis ripped off the Beatles. Now, there are a lot of comparisons, a lot of similarities. So, Liam didn't get shot when he was 40? No, not yet. Well, yeah. <laughs> not yet, you were about yet. to say. <laughs> um, no, no, but that's just one thing, right? Um, but the similarities in the way they... Let's not beat around the bush here. Liam Gallagher is a huge Lennon fan. He I could have went somewhere son. with that, everyone. Intro music for most Oasis gigs from 2000 <laughs> uh, onwards and uh, pretty much all Liam gigs. Yep, yep. No, Bushies! No ripped off a lot of music. We've discussed this before, you know. Um, he's, he's He openly admits it. Nobody sues him. He hey, gets away with it. <laughs> you say nobody sues him. You know, well, has he, anybody sued him? Yeah. Yeah, okay, right. Well, I don't... Did they win? Well, he's, he's had to credit um, Gary Glitter. Right. Because um, of Hello, yeah. Because of Hello. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that was uh, an obvious one. Um, well, not to me. I've never heard that particular right, song. Right. Um, and nor will I, because uh, I refuse. To listen to Gary Glitter. That makes sense. It makes sense. Um, Stevie Wonder and colleagues. Mm-hmm. Um, the song called... Uh, it's on Step Out. 
by Oasis. It's um, I think it's Uptight. Or... Uptight was a song by Stevie. Yeah, Wonder, yeah, yeah. So it's that one. Um, the uh, the most obvious one, which he never got sued for, was um, cigarettes and alcohol. Come on, that's so obvious. Yeah, right? I mean, uh, yeah, well, there's so many of them that are so obvious that I can't. I mean, I have to hear the song to to recognize to um, remind myself of what it's written. What's that one? Bang a gong. All right, T Rex, T Rex, right? Okay. Um, There's the one, the Coca Cola song, which was originally done by, it became the, the Coca Cola song. New Seekers. Um, New Seekers. So that'd be yep. Shaker Maker. I'd like to teach the world to sing. A Shaker Maker, yeah. There's the Doors one. What's that one again? <laughs> the one that wait, sounds exactly wait, like wait, Five the, to One. Waiting for the Rapture. Um, yes. That's why I love that song, by the way. Yeah. The Doors. The Doors. Yeah. As soon as I heard it, and mm-hmm. I'd never heard that song before, I just put Oasis on random play. That came oh, on, it's, it's, and instantly I went, that's The Doors, man. There's no doubt. Is um, what was he in? I, can't, I, I don't know what he was in. Was he in like Monty Python or or the Ruttles or something? But um, it's the uh, whatever, whatever from, from is a good song, that, yeah. that's ripped off something else. Um, how how sweet it is to be an idiot. Uh, Neil Innes. Not heard it. I've not heard it either. No, but apparently know. it's the same. No, I think yeah. I might have heard a bit of it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but bands getting back together in general. How do you feel about it? I mean, even if they're doing it for the money, do you think well, that it should be okay for the fans? Well, well, it depends what your brain's like, but um, like mine, sort of. But um, yeah, I, do you know what? So for your average listener, yeah, I know for your average listener. But yeah. do, do you know what? It's right. It's if you could get a chance to go and see someone again, right? Yeah. If 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 you if I could get a chance to go and see REM for the third time, right? Because I'm just a a poor peasant and only seen them twice. Well, if I could get a chance to go see them again, book me a ticket. Get your ticket and you'd go. Yeah. But Even I if think... they were doing it for the money, you'd be like, whatever. Well, I, I don't think they ever did, though. That's they, a, they probably wouldn't. That's, because that's, that's the reason. They're a they big, were... big band. But do, do, you know, do you know what, right? I respect bands and TV programs and all these other things. When they say, look, by the way, we're calling it a day. Yeah. And they actually mean it. Mm-hmm. Rather than, oh, do you know what? Ten years time, me. Unlike the Eagles who went on their final farewell tour for about six times or Are something. Are they not still on that? No, because uh, one, at least one or two of them died, I think. So, oh, uh, yeah, but... You... They, they were like... But, so that but, raises another question, then. the point of The Who. The, the Who. Um, There's only two they, of them left. Uh, yeah, well, well, that's where you get back to the whole original lineup question. Do you know what I mean? Like, when as a member as you, dies... As much as you can, original lineup. Yeah. Well, when because, a member dies, do you carry on? And if you do, are you still the same band? But there's that thing as well, is that whether a member dies or a member leaves, are you replacing them and adding them to the lineup, or are they just part of the tour crew? Well, exactly. Are they just helping with so, the playing, or are so they actually part of the band? Bon yeah. Jovi, after about 20 years, have just added their bassist to the band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I would hope. But it was, I mean, that's I mean, kind of been, ridiculous. He's been with them all that time. Yeah. You know, the, the bunch of times that we'd seen them as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. you know? And they've never officially made him a member. <laughs> no, right. But he's played for 20 years. I mean, after a year or two, I'd be saying, look, you're part of the band now, right? Why not? Why 20 years? Money. Well, that's true. Um, and that's you another have to thing pay we have you to, more. I, absolutely. And that's another thing we have to take into account, right? Because a lot of bands, the people who make the money are the songwriters in the bands, right? The other ones, they get a, a, a pay of, of sorts. Um, but if you're the songwriter, you make big big bucks which right? was a complaint that liam had about no <laughs> yes uh, it makes sense he made 20 million sense. i made 10 yeah all oh, right i'd like to make 10 million liam i know but it's kind of going back to the idea that you know getting back together for the money right the lead people might not need to do it 
because they oh, are yeah, 100 100 they're the main faces they make money as a solo artist they make money as a songwriter they they are rolling but they in the make door. money while they sleep exactly but then you've got the other people of the band who might have been the bass player the drummer the original ones actually members of the band who are like well i didn't really make any money you know so i'm struggling a bit now let me let's get the band back together and then that raises that whole question if the lead people don't take part in that when the back well not the back people but the other members of mm. the band say look guys man i could really do with this does that make them an asshole well then by the same token right is if we take because we're primarily talking about oasis here aren't we or oasis and co right any band well you, you raised about liam and no right yeah does that make them what you've said i was about the second band bdi they were all set to they were being asked to go and play um what's it called coachella in america um go and do this big american tour you know can i finally break the states and this that next thing second album brilliant much better than the second than the first album but it was just simply because they've matured as musicians and all that sort of stuff you know not to get too philosophical but apparently liam was like well let's go let's let's pay for the tour let's go and do it but nobody was actually up for it so the band's put up well, yeah. so so in that scenario there right where you've got oh um that band is getting back together, whether it's Oasis or whether it's BDI. And Liam says, I'm not on the bar of that. I'm a super successful solo artist at the moment. Mm-hmm. Is he being a bit arsy? Or is he being, do you know what? No, you wouldn't do it when I wanted it. It's a fair argument. It's a fair point. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking more along the lines of down the road in the future. You know, like... Oasis are a bit different. Because like I say, most people associate Liam and Noel as Oasis, right? The, the other guys, you're kind of just... I mean, you don't really... Most people don't think about them, okay? So they, they are a bit different. Let's pick a band where they're all in it, the Beatles, right? Let's just use them as an example. Let's say John and Paul were the big money people because they wrote most of the songs. We know the others did, but let's pretend they didn't, right? So they're just part of the band. So let's say one day Ringo comes along. He's like, guys, man, I could do with some money. And Paul and John are like, no, our solo careers are going fanta- fantastic. We're doing great. Are they assholes for basically getting rid of their... You know, getting rid of this idea that they're going to get back together because Ringo is struggling right now. So, firstly, what I want to find out is, have you been riding the bike and fallen off it and banged your head, um, and then nobody remembers uh, that Fix You by Coldplay is a song, and they reckon that you've just written it? Um, you've got no idea what I'm talking about. I have about, no you? idea. You've not seen the film, have you? Are you talking about yesterday? Yeah, yeah I've seen the film. I've seen the film. But what I'm saying is, imagine the Beatles were around today. Imagine, that's that's a Lennon song, not a Beatles <laughs> song. Oh man, here we go. Well, I was thinking that only yesterday. Oh, 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 oh. So when many, you were having your scrambled eggs. So, uh, scrambled eggs, that's right. So many uh, things we could get in there. But what I'm just primarily thinking, if you imagine the Beatles, we, we know the story of the Beatles, but let's imagine they weren't as big as they were. But John and Paul still made a hit, you know, a hit load of money. I'm saying that to be clean. They made like a hit load of money. money. The, the what? Like beautiful South kind of money. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fair enough, right? And and then Ringo and George are starving, and they're like, "Man, we're just getting nowhere. Our solo careers are going nowhere. We can't get work doing anything. I've got mortgages to pay, things to buy. I'm, I'm really struggling." It kind of goes back to the TV thing we did last week, right? This idea that people are getting back together on a TV show as well because they need the money because they've not worked on anything for a, a few years or a decade. You know. Um, it doesn't make the people who are successful assholes because they're not going to take part. I mean, it's a tough one because what you said is a fair point, right? His solo career is going great. Why am I going to ditch that? But then why can't he do both? If it was me... You'd have to put it on hold, though. 
Well, that's what I'm thinking. If it was me, right, and I was the big star of the band, and I then went off to have a massively successful solo career, and the, let's say you and I were in a band together, and you came up and you said, James, man, I know you wrote all the songs, I know you made all the money, I'm struggling a bit, I need to kind of, can we get back together and do a little tour, just even just, you know, for like a few gigs, just to make a bit of money for me, to it would see me through the rest of the, the, the next couple of years, right? I would probably say, you know what, mate, let's make it, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. I can fit that into my schedule. So in five years' time, um, when we have to get this show back together, I'm going, to, I'm going to hold you to that. I would make it happen. It's out there. You, you've would, said it. Assuming if, if we were if, if we were friends, or even if we're not, you've said it. I'm, <laughs> look, if people fall out, so if you have a big argument in a band, but then say, the Beatles fell out. They did fall out. They did, and that's that's a big but, thing. But then, but then, can I come back to that? Right, right, right. So, um, if it was Ringo and George, as you've said, right, um, in this alternate reality where all the Beatles are still alive mm-hmm. right or even way back then like the 70s whatever it is the main theory is that John and Paul <laughs> made all the money and George and Ringo made nothing well, I, I, right? I was going to I was going to say right if it today Ringo comes up to, to George and Paul George and Paul John and Paul even John and Paul and um, so I don't know why I said that because it's Sean Paul but anyway, we, we apologise no offence intended for yeah that de- definitely not no, <laughs> just but, um, throw that in there yeah, but um, he comes and speaks to uh, to to John and Paul, um, and says, "Look, you know, I'm, I'm struggling a wee bit. I've, I've stopped doing Thomas the Tank Engine. You know, I need to get a wee bit of money." Together. Ah, but in this alternative universe, Thomas the Tank Engine never happened. So that's what I'm saying. He has no other income. You let's, might you might want to unlock that door before I throw you through it. <laughs> no, but this is my point, right? right but where okay, I, let's pick but, a different band. But, but where I was getting to, where I was getting to, right, yep. was that the money's dried up, right? Yep. Um, you know, his, his uh, last solo album didn't act naturally at all and sell anything. Okay? That's a Beatles reference in case you didn't get that. Acts naturally. Yep, yep. And, um, yeah, exactly. And um, just saying hello to our special, special guest. guest. He's still with us. Yep. But now he's, he's, he's not wanting to go to sleep because he's frightened he's going to miss something. You well, it's a, a captivating conversation. I mean, oh, we cannot absolutely. deny it. But <laughs> coming, coming back to Ringo Starr, right? So the answer would be Ringo. You know how your son plays with the plays with the Who? Yep. Uh, break his legs and you go work with the Who. Is that reasonable? Yes. And George, there's a street corner over there. Go play something. It just seems really cruel, man. It would be it really, cruel. really cruel. I, I'm joking, of course. That's not <laughs> what would be said. But do you get what I mean? It just, I, I don't because I, I would hey, be the guy hey, who'd say, "Let's R- do it, man." Ringo, I, I hear Oasis are getting back together and need a drummer. Well, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about even guest performers, like Dave Grohl just jumping in on the drums for a couple of songs. Ringo could do it, you know? A couple of songs, boom, 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 make a couple of quid. <laughs> would, he, would he be better than his son? I don't know. I don't. Everybody would he, would he be faster than his son? Is everybody the rips Ringo as a drummer, but actually, I watched. Oh, yeah, a I wasn't of, ripping him. I was. No, no. I was actually. No, I know. I was actually uh, ripping Zach. I know, but what I'm saying is, I saw a video the other week there, which made a really good point, which was they played a really simple drum beat, which was a Ringo drum beat to one of the Beatles songs, and they were like, okay, so this is it. Everybody says Ringo's a terrible drummer, and he's, he just can't do this, and he can't do that. And then they said, so I'm going to now imitate a drummer, a much more famous, well, not a more famous drummer, but somebody who does more fills and stuff, more of that kind of thing. So they did it to the theme tune. I think it was um, Eleanor Rigby they did, that drum beat, right? So they did it with the is more... drums on Eleanor Rigby? There is a little bit of a, a thing on it, yep. Um, and they did it. With more fills and more, you know, all that shit. And they went, it just sounds, anything. it doesn't work. It does not work. And they went, that's why Ringo's a great drummer. 
because he understands because it's what he didn't play it's what he didn't play that makes him a great drummer not what he did exactly it's that understanding that you know what this just needs a simple it doesn't need oh yeah like you know there's um if anyone uh, is aware of this, and I don't know if you're aware of this either, but um, when Liam's band would play, do you know what I mean? Uh, from Be Here Now, when they would play that at the start of this kind of solo tour, um, the drummer does this like brilliant technical, like really complicated, I guess, drum fill, and it's like it just for me that bit just detracts from the song because it doesn't actually need that that's kind of the point of where you're going there I guess. yeah 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 exactly you could put in all the fills in the world you, you could show the world look how amazing i am as a drummer but if it doesn't make the song sound good really you're not that great a drummer that, that's kind of the point you know um anyway this is officially our longest episode so far is it? how long is it 33 well 34 minutes we're just coming up on so i guess we're kind of done here so well um so have we got an answer to the question what was the original question should bands get back together should bands get back together um, as, a, as a general like you you've been listening to the, like whatever it is right you've been listening to this band since you discovered them at the age of 12 right because that's when most of these things happen right and it's for us 20 30 years later right 25 30 years later and you're now getting the opportunity to go and see them in some capacity right so whether it's you know they've dragged them all in off the the dole you know, to to be back together, or it's a case of that you're getting to go and see. I, I'm I am struggling to think of the one, yeah, that you would want to see. Doesn't matter what the lineup is. It depends who you consider the lineup to be. So it goes back to the Oasis thing, the Beatles thing. Do you go and see the? Uh, I guess for the Beatles, it is all four of them, right? So if all four of them are together, you want to see that. You want to see that show, right? If it's only John, Paul, and George or Ringo, George, and Paul, or, you know, you're probably still going to be like, well, okay, you know, John's dead, that's all you can do, but it's not the same. But George is dead as well. George is now dead as well, but I'm thinking more when they did the whole, you know, um, getting back together in the 90s for that the throttles. anthology. The Throttles. Is that, who was that? Was that them? Yeah, that was the three the of them. The Throttles. Um, I don't know if that's the official name <laughs> the of that. The Three Three Tools, that was it. That yeah. works better, yeah. That was it, yeah. Um, and then Oasis is, as I say, it's more like Liam and Noel. So to me and most people, that doesn't matter what the lineup is. So to the answer to the question for me, should bands get back together? I think they should get back together if only a limited amount of time has passed, right? But so, then you could argue that a limited amount of time. How how long is that? Well, this is the this is a question for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I mean is, right, if you had a band in like say 1979 who split up, and then they get back together in 2019. To me, it's not even the same that's, band. That's limited, though. No, but I mean, like, a, like maybe and five, ten years. Like right? the Bee Gees splitting up at yeah, the end of the yeah, 60s. Yeah, exactly. So, like, for example, Oasis are probably outside that ten years now. Oh, no, they are, because yeah. we're coming up on 11, 12 years. There you go. So they've done so much other stuff individually. That they've done the same amount of stuff individually as they did in all that time in the but, band. Exactly. Coming back together now, it would just be like, do you know what? I don't know. So much has happened. So much has changed. So so what James is saying is that he's now never going to ask me that question again. Mm, I can't promise this. Ah. I can't promise this. Um, but I think if... Uh, what was I saying there? If um, Yeah, if it's within 10 years, I think that's probably reasonable. If it's out with 10 years, I don't think it should happen. Does that sound reasonable? 
Oh, you want to there? It's not rhetorical. I, I'm looking for an answer. You want to ask him just... Just before we wrap up, <laughs> <laughs> what would your answer to the question, should the bands get back together, be? Well, I don't know if I'd set a limit on it. A, a, a limit on the time. So, okay, so a band splits up when they're all 25. And then yeah, they get back together much, when they're 65. How much will they have done by the time they're 25, though? Well, some bands do a lot. No, I know some the bands Beatles do a lot. The Beatles did a huge amount. Nirvana yeah. did a huge amount. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but the Beatles weren't 25 when they split up. No, they were, uh, what, hitting 30-ish? Probably in the uh, 30s, the yeah. 30s. Yeah, um, I know. But the, the point I was making was, right, the way that the music industry is nowadays, right, for you to be able to get signed, get singles out and all that sort of stuff, right? Albums, whatever. Right? It's a different world. It's a different world. Yeah. And you'd be lucky, unless you are something spectacular, to have done that by the time you're 35. Absolutely, because it's a. It's, I mean, you remember the Beatles started in their in their teens for some of them, you know that that was, or maybe all of them, and they went out and they learned their craft, and then they hit the big time in like sixty two, and that was it for the rest of the the time. They were only in their early twenties when they were all kind of, you know, really. The Beatles did all that it. in eight years. They did a lot. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna have to just leave it there. I think. <laughs> um, you know what we might come back to this one in the future I, I um, dare say that this will rear its ugly head yeah, once again maybe when we put some more thought into it and, and or, stuff like or that or when the tickets go on sale because, or when the tickets go on sale because uh, ickheads like me will be right down the front uh, it might happen and if it does I'll be right there saying I told you told you yeah I'm, I've, I've never said no it's not gonna well I probably have said no it's not gonna happen but uh, I believe it will happen one day but when that is, who that is, who cares? When they're 75. Oh, 65, mate. When I'm 64. Um, there you go, 64. Anyway, <laughs> on that bombshell, we're going to end the podcast. Are you, anything finally you want to say before we end this episode? Are we all good? I think we're all right. We're all good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We will definitely, maybe, catch up with you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Ho-ho! Oh, oh.